What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. It's a big episode of What's That Strain as we are on uh, number 66 for the Cannabis 101 podcast. Uh, and when you have that special of a number, you need something magnificent. And I bring in Chris Ionson, our educator and the manager of the Nova Cannabis Jasper Ave location. And, uh, you know, when you, when you talk magnificent, I think this uh, chocolate that we're talking about today, I think that uh, fits the bill. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Dean. Uh, real good, man. Thanks for having me today, man. Not a problem. Uh, okay, so Chocolope is a, is a sativa that I uh, use the click and collect method to come down and grab from the Jasper Ave location. It's great for me, limits the contact uh, that I have, that the bud tenders have, and it's really good for you guys as well. Yeah, totally. Allows us to get your order ready. Um, and we're just trying to limit, you know, as much as little time to be spent in stores as possible with what's going on in the world right now. Uh, and it also allows you to shop the menu from home. So if there's something you're after yes. in particular, you can make sure we got it. Yeah, check leafly.ca uh, and then find your favorite Nova shop and click and collect. So Chocolope is, you know, almost a pure sativa. And, and that's really rare. They're, they're, I don't know if there is an actual pure sativa anymore with the, uh, the amount of crossbreeding, but this is almost as close as you can get. Yeah, it's pretty pretty close. It's, uh, you know, 95% sativa, yeah. 5% indica. So, yeah, we're uh, damn near 100. So. Yeah, no kidding. So this is definitely uh, the one uh, for for the people that say, oh, this cannabis, just I just get so sleepy all the time. Well, <laughs> this is definitely one. And, and we should say everybody reacts differently, but for the most part, this is one that should provide um, a little bit of a boost, I think, and, and should not put you to sleep. But again, everybody is a little bit different. So let's talk about Whistler Cannabis, founded in 2013. Tell us about them. Yeah, um, Whistler Cannabis, uh, um, founded in 20, 2013, like you said. Uh, their CEO and founder was uh, Christopher Pels, and um, and he kind of started this company. Uh, you know, uh, he was the bra the brainchild of it, and uh, they were one of Canada's original ten licensed producers. I believe they were number nine, and they were actually the first to receive organic certification. And the organic certification they received was the FVOPA, and that's the Fraser Valley Organic Producers Association. And I think we've talked about them before, mm -hmm. uh, our, our good buds over at Good Buds. Uh, they've also got the FVOPA certification. So uh, real nice to see some organic cannabis in the market, and they received this certification in, in 2014. And Whistler is also, they fall under the Aurora Cannabis umbrella. So one of the big, big players uh, here in the Canadian uh, recreational cannabis market. Uh, Aurora was founded in 2006, so they've been around for quite a while. And they were founded by uh, Terry Booth, Steve Dobler, Dale Lassac, and Chris Mayerson. And uh, they started out, you know, with, you know, just one facility and the company just grew and grew. And they real had, had a big focus on the medical side of things. Uh, and then once legalization hit... Um, they hit the ground running, getting into the rec market and, uh, yeah, just been a really big player. So them acquiring Whistler was, uh, was a big acquisition for him cause it, you know, differentiated the, what they could offer, uh, mm -hmm. by including this premium organic, uh, brand in there. And, uh, it also kind of re reinforced, uh, Aurora's presence in, in the BC market there with the, you know, that West coast 
craft cannabis. Yeah, which is um, it uh, was uh, a huge market and it's just growing more and more, right? And it's uh, you know in in the um, cannabis sector, it's kind of coveted and and people hear about it that maybe don't know a lot about uh, cannabis, but they hear about West Coast Bud, right? So people yeah. want to certainly get their foothold. So let's talk about Whistler. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I know what part of uh, the country they are by the name. So tell us specifically where they are and how they grow. Yeah, for sure, Dean. So, um, yeah, Whistler operates. They have they have two indoor licensed production facilities. Uh, the first one, since they had you know off, right off the start, that one's in Whistler, BC, like you like you guessed there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one uh, is just recently uh, launched here. It's a purpose built facility uh, located a twenty minute drive from the Whistler facility, and it's in Pemberton, uh, BC. And that that facility just reached its full capacity, so uh, they've got two facilities just kicking it uh, wow. going going full steam there and uh yeah they're looking to uh to produce about 5000 kilograms per year uh with the expandable option to to produce 15000 or more uh with some expansions at the Pemberton site that's pretty impressive and 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 like you said before um, they certainly had a really strong reputation on the medical side before they even branched into the to the rec side yeah, they did. Uh, I remember before, um, you know, Whistler, Whistler wasn't in the rec market here in Alberta right off legalization. It was a few months into mm-hmm. it. I remember hearing about them, though, hearing about the quality from uh, reps in the industry and, you know, some serious uh, cannabis consumers that uh, there was, a, you know, a buzz with the Whistler stuff. So uh, as soon as we heard that they were coming to the rec market, it, you know, it was super exciting to see uh, everything that I've had from them in my professional career has been fire it's mm-hmm. been well done well trimmed everything's hand hand trimmed and um the terps are there too you know every time you crack the seal on on their their eights it uh you know the room just fills with that smell so uh big fan of the whistler stuff so how do they do it so how they do it um they do it they grow in living soil um uh, which is uh you know it's a way to grow without chemicals um they're uh, they're fed pollutant free glacial water and uh, everything to do with their plants is, is done by hand from start to finish. Um, and that includes their, their hand-rolled joints. So uh, I've, I've bought in quite a few of their, their two packs of, uh, of pre-rolls there. And, and when you pop it out of the container, you know, there's a little sticker that'll say, hand-rolled by Steve. And I just think that's so cool that, you know, Steve's got a, you know, a roll of those stickers that he's just putting on. You know, that's a, that's a day's that. work. I love that. Hand-rolled by Steve. Uh, okay, so Chocolope, um, when, we, when we look at this strain and the, the lineage, um, this, and we're going to talk about this in a second, but this strain has really uh, far-reaching tentacles and in, in, in with a whole lot of other cannabis strains. So let's talk about the lineage with Chocolope. Yeah, Dean, so the lineage with Chocolope, um, it's uh, an original chocolate tie, and that was the mother plant, and uh, and it was crossed with a cantaloupe haze, and that was the the father, <laughs> and so those are two really cool kind of flavorful uh, strains of cannabis, um, and uh, yeah, it was created from cannabis legends, uh, my cannabis heroes, uh, Don and Aaron from DNA Genetics uh, in Amsterdam. They created Chocolope. Um, these guys are the real deal. They invented Sour Kush, LA Confidential, Lemon Skunk, Tangy, Chocolate Fondue, and and so many more. Uh, truly legends when it comes to their mm-hmm. cannabis. Um, 
yeah, and they started out as kind of a, they were a seed bank originally, and then uh, Canopy Growth acquired them uh, into, uh, and now they, they sell their bud there too. So it's uh, totally legend, legendary guys there. Um, the Chocolope is kind of interesting though, Dean. It's got uh, 50 direct, over 50 direct descendants, like uh, White Choco, which is White Russian crossed with Chocolope, and Choco, Do Choco Dog, which is Chem Dog and Chocolope. There's a lot of those chocolatey strains that are out there that's, mm -hmm. that have Chocolope in there too. So uh, it's just a strain that's kind of been put up, put out to the world. Nice. And it's one of a lot of awards as well. It has. Oh, yeah. Geez. Um, you know, 2007, the high time strain of the year. Um, in 2013, first place at the High Life Cup. Uh, there's there's a, an array of awards. There's 13 awards from 2007 to 2018 that I, that I tracked down. And that includes like the Spanibus Cup, the Karma Cup, the Santa Cruz Cup. Uh, very, very highly awarded uh, cultivar of cannabis. Uh, very sought after as well. So let's talk about the name. What, where does Chocolope come from? So I think, yeah, Chocolope, it's definitely a shout out to the genetics. Uh, we got chocolate tie and cantaloupe haze. So Choco and Lope. Mm -hmm. um, the strain was originally named D-Line though. Um, and they called it D-Line because the test plant was labeled with the letter D. And... Uh, it's pretty boring. <laughs> it drew no interest, and and uh, Don and Aaron's good buddy John, uh, he told them that uh, the name sucked, <laughs> and so they renamed it Chocolope, and the sales took off. There was a buzz surrounding it, and so it kind of goes to show. Sometimes all it takes is a, is a catchy name, because I don't think we'd be you know talking about it if it was D line or yeah. Well, who, who would ever known what a Chocolope was, right? So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of uh, it, it does make you think. Uh, for sure. All right, let's uh, let's discuss the look, and we always start with the packaging on this one. Yeah, so with the packaging, Dean, it's uh, this three point five, and it comes in a in a big old green box. Uh, it's a little too big for for how I like to see my packaging. Uh, and inside the box, we've got kind of a, a clear kind of uh, plastic container with a, with a seal over top of it. Um, it does come with a Bavita pack in it, which is mm -hmm. nice. Um, but the inner package is not resealable. So, um, also not the biggest fan of that. Every time I do buy a, a Whistler 3.5, I always end up just putting it into a, a different jar. Yeah. Like um, if you're going somewhere, you got to bring a jar with you. Like if you were going to a barbecue and you picked up some of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you, you know, gotta you're going to find gonna, some way to store gonna it. Leave it the, you know, some air is going to get in. It's just not going to be ideal. Yeah. Right. Or so, you could lose it. Right. Yeah. I would prefer to see some type of resealable package though. You know, I, I bought this 3.5. I'm not going to put it all into one big joint here, you know, which uh, would be awesome, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, that's too bad. Uh, so smaller packaging and a little bit more convenient, but also good that they have the Boveda pack. Uh, yeah. So, so that is uh, one of the pluses. Now, when you do get it open, Man, uh, it's impressive. Yeah, holy crap! Yeah, uh, really nice trim job on this stuff. Uh, uh, the 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 eighth you got there, um, yeah, that, that one bud looked like it's over two grams. Uh, it's just giant, huge, just man. a huge bud. Um, really nice kind of color scheme to it. It's two shades of green. We got a light green and a dark green, uh, and those buds are covered in bright red pistols. Uh, it really stands out. And excellent trichome coverage under the magnifying glass. It was cakey and spiny with trikes. Uh, looked really nice. That it really was. It was uh, when you when you get a little bit of light on this, especially a bud that big, and and it was in great condition. I mean, I like I took a little bit of the bottom off, and it was still spongy and nerfy kind of a mm -hmm. feel. And 
Man, it was it was well taken care of. Uh, that's for sure. What do you smell? Well, we we got Nosy McGee here, uh, my wife Trish, to smell this for us as well. Uh, what did you smell? So for me, I got uh, I got definitely woodsy right off the right off the start. It was a uh, like woodsy mixed with like a kind of a, a tropical fruit, um, uh, almost like peach or mango. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and bursts of sweetness, and I, I found the smell really tickles the nose. Well, woodsy is what she got, too. We didn't tell her anything. Woodsy and kind of uh, uh, fruity peachy is, is kind of a thing she got. I got some citrus. Uh, I, I don't know if it was lemon, but it was definitely some sweetness and some citrus that, that I got when I uh, stuck my... But it is strong, though. Like, it is, like, instant. Yeah. Like in and But, like, a good strong. Yeah, yeah. So it does definitely get... Uh, it does definitely uh, hit you right away uh, when you uh, smell it. Uh, terpene list. What are we looking at for this? Yeah, so the terpene list, our, our dominant terpene is uh, terpinaline, and that's one we don't talk about as much. Uh, it's the the multidimensional terpene. It's it's got kind of an array of uh, of, of aromas to it. Uh, it's piney. It's floral. Uh, it's citrusy. It's herbaceous. It's kind of I guess it would depend on the other terpenes that you know sure. with w- what the final result is going to be, but. Uh, and also kind of uh, relates to freshness too. It has a, a that fresh smell. Well, that's what that's what this cannabis smells like. You know, we've had cannabis before that smell. And we've said it smells healthy, right? Like yeah. I think that's a word we used last week. So, and you know, terpinaline is like the. It's like you can play on your fourth line, you can play on your first line, whatever you need from terpinaline, it's going to give you. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's that's the, perfect. It's the it's the multi talented veteran terp- terpene out there what else do we have in the profile uh we've got uh libanine in there as well okay. and so that's that uh kind of citrusy fruity smell and aroma definitely uh, smelled that when i, when right? I put my yeah. nose in there uh and then uh, uh the third one is is mercine and that's mm-hmm. that kind of earthy uh flavor to it too okay we've changed it to your experience because everybody is different what did you experience when you had some chocolate from whistler uh, my experience, Dean, was a very clear-headed euphoric high. Uh, lots of buzzy head effects, lots of smiling, uh, all kinds of mental goofiness kind of came from it. Uh, uh, I did find it was pretty good to be productive. Uh, you know, I, I cleaned my kitchen, uh, <laughs> did some chores, you know, it, it put me in a real super good mood, though. Like I said, just mm-hmm. all kinds of smiles. Uh, it's really nice strain, too, for, um, for being outdoors, um, getting some sun. And I do find it to be, even though it's like a uplifting, uh, it's still a, a relaxing high too, though. It's not, uh, not too much going on, which I really enjoy. So it's not like a jolt of coffee, which, you know, there's some strains out there, some sativas that can feel like you're having a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Right? Um, but yeah, it's, um, definitely like it, it is uplifting, uh, and it's like a light floaty high yeah. too, uh, with a real gentle burnout too. I thought that was really nice about it was the, the come down from it was really nice. Well, and I think it's also really important to, to kind of emphasize the point that, uh, it's a productive strain. I mean, you know, cannabis gets that reputation of, uh, if you smoke this, you're going to be on your couch drooling like a fool, giggling and falling asleep. Yeah. When cannabis is, is, is many different things for many different people. And one of those things can be productivity. So, you know, we're not, I'm not uh, advising people to operate forklifts or machinery after using this, but getting your housework done, maybe it has a little bit of fun. You throw some uh, headphones on, listen to some music, clean your house. You don't even notice that you're done. 
So this is a productive, and not just housework, anything, yard work, you know, whatever, getting, Mm -hmm. being productive. uh, I would not ever recommend uh, driving or operating uh, heavy machinery at all when using cannabis, but you can still be productive. And that was the, uh, the old uh, supernova in the background as I got it uh, reared up with some chocolate, the volcano hybrid that I picked up using click and collect at uh, Nova Cannabis. It's a cloudy bag, eh? Cloudy yeah, with a chance of getting thick. high in here, man. Jeez, yeah, like, yeah. Look, look, I can't see you no. anymore, man. I'm putting this in front of me, and I. Where did you go, Chris? So it's pretty awesome. Uh, thanks to uh, Jesse Lavoy, uh, who uh, works with the stores in Bickle, for giving us the tip how to get your uh, bags a whole lot cloudier on the volcano. So let's get to the three W's: who, what, and when is this good for? Yeah, Dean. So who it's good for? Uh, definitely good for, you know, intermediate smokers. Um, not sure that it's the best for you're just getting into cannabis. To, you, you know, there's going to be a lot of head stuff going on. You might get a little bit of anxiety or just not the best strain to get started with. Uh, I think, though, if you were um, maybe a beginner and you're looking to take a next step into the, the intermediate side of things, this would be a good strain for you. Um, what it's good for? Uh, being active outdoors, uh, it's an excellent social strain for, for hanging out with pals, socially distant, of course. Uh, I, I thought it was good for funny movies, starting your day off right as well. Um, and then Dean, when it's good for, uh, wake and bake, uh, first thing, start your day. It's, it's great for that. Um, I will say though, don't smoke the stuff. Uh, I, I had some at about like 11 p.m. That's uh, right. One yeah. evening, and I just my my mind was racing a bit, and I ended up not falling asleep. For so a while. substitute this for your coffee in the morning, and uh, you know, if you want to kick, but but uh, don't be using this maybe past nine o'clock. Yeah, that's right, Dean. You know, for sure. And unless you are just off work at nine o'clock, I don't know. It's if if you're trying to go to sleep. Use this well before, right? Because yeah. you, you know you might get a lot of those thoughts that uh, we call them bingo balls in our family that uh, tend to kind of keep you up. All right, the taste test. You have the word smooth written down. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking when I took <laughs> the hit off of this bag. It's it is. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's really well done. This cannabis, uh, super smooth. For me, the uh, the taste I got was was woodsy and earthy uh, right off the start. Um, Slight sweetness and and bitterness. Yeah, I just it. just got that. Just yeah, like, but not 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 like uh like cringing my face bitter though. No, like just bit, different. Bit, yeah, bitterness in a good way. Yeah, I I think um, it just offsets the sweetness a little bit, right? You get a little bit of both. Yeah, and I, I I'm not sure that I I got like I I looked up some reviews on Chocolope. I I, I didn't get the like chocolatey delight, you know, that a lot of reviews had kind of mentioned. Um, but I still think that it's sweet, but it just didn't quite remind me fully of chocolate. Maybe it's maybe it's just me. I get it a little bit. Yeah, you got yeah, it there. Okay, I, I, good. Not, but it's not overpowering, right? Yeah. Like it's not. Like I, I can kind of feel a, or taste a little bit of it, but um, the the thing I get I find that stands out is the sweetness, bitterness, uh, the the like the uh, conflict of the, between the two of them. Right? They're so different that you you're getting them. And it's like wow, that is really interesting yeah Yeah, it's a really nice tasting strain this is a a staff favorite at at my store uh my my staff they're they're big fans of chocolate yeah i'm a big fan of it uh right now as well uh man that's uh beautiful and and it's so good you know the flavors when you're you're vaping with something like this are this full throttle so it's absolutely awesome so this has been chocolate which is a uh almost a pure sativa 
from Whistler Cannabis. Use the click and collect method. Grab some of it yourself at your nearest Nova Cannabis. Just go on leafly.ca. Um, also, people should be looking for these Dosis pens, which are going to be going on sale with you guys October 1st. Yeah, that's right, Dean. Um, yeah, we've got a promotion running with uh, with Dosis. Uh, what is Dosis, you ask? It's uh, They're a really neat uh, uh, kind of a vape product. Uh, they, they, they come out of uh, Los Angeles. They were created in 2016. And what they have is it's a pre- precise dose-controlled technology where they have uh, uh, disposable pens that uh, it's a targeted formula of THC and CBD, like it's a ratio and they've got five different kind of categories. They've got a bliss, a rest, a calm, a soothe, and a rouse, mm. my personal fave. And um, wh- how it works is with these pens, uh, each pull that you get, you get a precise dose of 2.5 milligrams. Uh, each inhalation can be it's three seconds, and then the machine will vibrate and shut off. Mm. So you're not taking super, super big hauls. And the idea is so you can say, I know what two pulls gets me. I know what four gets me. That's I, great. I know six gets me to my, you know, I want to shut the That's lights off. That's my jam, yeah. Yeah, so uh, real, real. Seven, and I'm putting the music on, <laughs> yeah. risky business dancing, you know, yeah. like that. That's a really great way. And, and journaling that, too, would be great, right? Yeah. You, you write that down so you know. Yeah, and I think too it's great because everyone is different too. Everyone's yep. got you know different right. thresholds and tolerances for THC and CBD. Um, and so yeah, they've got they had disposable pens here in Canada for a bit. Uh, we're just we just received uh, two weeks ago. We got rechargeable pens now, and there's pods that you can actually pop into them. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, they're a really big deal in in California and Colorado right now. So I'm thinking it's going to catch on here in Canada, and you know, uh, so worth checking out. Uh, so yeah, definitely, you know, come by and uh, and check out Anova. We can explain and show you uh, mm-hmm. the dosis pens. Cool. So that starts October first, uh, and uh, if you're uh, looking for any of that stuff, use click and collect Leafly. Uh, .ca. This has been a lot of fun. Chocolope, a pure sativa. If you are looking for that pure, as close sativa as you can find, get this from Whistler Cannabis. It is absolutely uh, delicious. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean.